Eight minutes to nine uh, to Australia now, and the Australian budget uh, is out. A cost-of-living package worth almost $15 billion forms the centrepiece of the Albanese government's first annual budget. Well, with our view from Australia is Chris Weston, uh, Head of Research at Pepperstone. Uh, good morning, Chris. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Nice to have you on the show. Uh, what's been the impact, you, would you say, of the, uh, the budget this week? To be honest, it hasn't been a, a huge amount. Now, we've seen some sort of support for the Australian dollar, but it's difficult to say that's down to the budget because we've also seen support mm. for the New Zealand dollar and the Canadian dollar as well. Um, the equity market's holding in OK. Um, but I think most people are looking at this and saying, you know, does this really change the path for interest rates for the, uh, for the RBA? And we haven't really seen a huge amount of sort of tweaking of positions um, around the interest rate futures market. That said... I think if you look at the, the budget holistically, you know, it's a positive budget. Um, you know, in some capacities, uh, a lot of the stuff that's, that's helping with the cost of living, they've, they've helped out with cost of living for about $13.8 billion next year. But that's going to reduce inflation. That's going to be disinflationary by about 75 basis points. Um, but where the growth comes through, kicks through in 2024 into 25 as well. So there's going to be, you know, some more money in people's hands and, and you know, the bottom line of households is going to improve as a result of the package that we've been seeing. So there will be a positive fiscal impulse effectively hitting um, the Australian GDP for next year and into 2025. So in theory, this is, this is quite supportive um, for the RBA to raise rates in the future. As mm. I say, we haven't seen that. Um, it, and the fact that we're running a surplus is, is good, but yeah, that, that surplus will dissipate and go into a deficit in the years ahead. Obviously, obviously, it was a bit of a surprise, I think, to many that the RBA uh, did raise the interest rates in the last round. Uh, what do we think going forward? Is, 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 is that going to happen again? Are they going to give us another surprise? I don't think they will, um, but I was wrong at the last meeting. You <laughs> ask a lot of people to do, and I thought mm. they would keep rates on hold. Mm. Um, you, you generally don't go to a situation where they go, you know, pause, hike, pause, hike, you know, that kind of situation. But they that's, that's feasibly what we could be looking at. Um, the the markets, most importantly, are not pricing anything in now. So if you look at the, the, the interest rate futures market that we can actively trade to express a view on interest rates, they're pricing two basis points of hikes for the 6th of June. So they're saying that, yeah, on balance, we're not expecting a hike. But last time around, we were pricing four. So, yeah, we were surprised before. And I think the RBA have injected uh, a sizable amount of uncertainty into that rates pricing. Um, but look, I mean, you know, we've got we've on the 17th of May, we've got the the next wage price index. The RBA look at this very one very 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 closely indeed, and you know if that's hotter um, than 3.3 percent, then yeah, there's a chance that the market says you know that the RBA could raise rates. They, they've been talking about um, in their budget. They said that wages would get to about four percent growth. So there's probably some upside risks if you believe their forecasts, and and you know the RBA will probably look to raise rates. Um, or give a you know, 50-50 outcome if, if we were to see a really hot wage number. So I think that's probably the thing we're looking at, and then we've got a couple of jobs numbers as well to look forward to. But at the moment, market's saying, yeah, on balance, going out for the rest of the year, that, that we're not going to price, they're not pricing anything in at all. They're on an extended pause. But yeah, it's very much data dependent. If the data comes in hotter, then the markets will price in more. How much uh, is the RBA, do you think, looking to what the Fed does? Or are the decisions being made uh, almost completely independently of what the Fed does? Oh, well, I think the, um, I think they definitely keep, like anyway, they, they're going to keep a, a BDI on what's happening in Fed policy um, and how that sort of transacts into 
into broad economic conditions, financial conditions globally. I mean, the, the Fed are the, mar- the market maker, the price maker of the world. Commodity prices um, you know, have a big bearing on what happens there as well, and, and that's you know, the big um, terms of trade situation there. So they're, they're going to keep an eye on what, on, on what Fed policy is doing, but most importantly, they're going to look at what broad financial conditions do as a result of Fed policy and react accordingly to that situation. Um, like, I think yeah, we've got our own set, unique set of challenges. We've got a housing market which has a very clear feedback loop into people's perception of wealth and household um, you know, living standards and, and various factors, and they need to look at that quite closely. Uh, we've got a very you know, low unemployment rate, such as the US, um, and we've got you know, terms of trade that, that, have, that have been quite good recently and helped the, the budget get back into surplus. But yeah, I think we've got our own set of un- and unique mm. set of challenges that, that we have to look at. But yeah, I think the most important thing, like a lot of central banks, is, is what does Fed policy transact to broad financial conditions, which has a flow-on effect into Australia. Now, we've seen Aussie banks reporting last week. Uh, what were your takeouts on uh, that, Chris? You know, how, do you, how do you think it's uh, impacting through to other markets, but perhaps particularly the equity market? Well, banks are underperforming. They have done all year. Um, and, you know, the, the bank equity markets, there were some good reports. You know, I liked uh, Macquarie's numbers were OK. Uh, I think ANZ, um, you know, if you look at the, the share price reaction and how it's trading, it's just looking reasonably strong at the moment. I think the weak link was, was NAB, uh, National Australia Bank. Um, but generally speaking, if you look at the, the, what we've seen, you know, there was things that we could like out. The dividends continue to be very strong. You know, the, the, the rate hiking cycle... Um, from the Reserve Bank has has boosted net interest margins, um, probably not as much as what the market like, but yeah, it's been they've been a beneficiary of that. But I think we're looking at the outlook and we're saying to ourselves, you know, there's still more fragility potentially in the housing market, um, but net interest margins are the are the big talking point. There's massive competition now, ramping up in the housing market, mm. and, and and that's really eating into to margins. So how you're positioned as a bank is is causing the separation. It seems that ANZ probably the the, the, the winner there, CBA, is looking pretty good. Um, but it's the net interest margins because of the in, intense and, and building competition, which I think has limited the buyers. And that's kept the, the ASX, to, to be honest, from, from firing up. We've got such a big weighting in the index towards banks mm. that unless you see the banks firing up, um, you know, it's going to be a struggle to get the market really firing up. And we're actually trading, if you look at the year-to-date range, we're sort of, sort of 50% of that range at the moment. So unless you get the banks really firing up, it's very difficult to, to, to see material appreciation in the index. Chris Weston is Head of Research at Pepperstone. Uh, Chris, thank you very much for joining us 